Yes, sir. Happy Monday, everybody. It's Corsair Radio. Y'all know what today is. Mamba Monday, Kobe Day, Black Mamba Day, Kobe Bryant Day, whatever you want to call it, Laker Day. Today is the day. Paying our respects, showing love. And Lakers on right now. We live. Got the whole squad with me. Got a special guest up in here. We without Himes at the moment. I'm not sure if he will be in. I'll check in with Boss later. But y'all know it's Bruce Corsai. I'm going to kick it to the PG. We're going to get this thing rolling. Hey. Y'all know what it is. Mama Day, baby. When Mama Day and Courtside Monday link up, you know it's going to be special. Uh, and we got we got a special guest, someone that we always talk about on the mic, but y'all probably like, who the hell is that? And um, he's going to tell you why you need to check out his work because, you know, he be killing the game. But, man, Courtside Radio with the starting five. We are here in the building. Uh, no Himes today, so you got business to take care of, so much love to that man. But, hey, the show must go on. It's Mike Kell, the PG here, the Magic Johnson on the show to make sure this thing is showtime. Every time you hear Courtside Radio on the mic, here in the Good News uh, Sports Studio, studio number two. Um, y'all know who else is in the building. Mr. Inglewood himself, the shooting guard. What's the deal, Mike? What's good? You know what it is, baby. Everybody tuning in. It's Mamba Monday. If you haven't heard, I don't know where you've been. But you know it's 824. Here we go. All day, baby. Courtside Radio. Touchdowns and tangents. We got a nice little... Mm, mm, mm. Collabo Mondays on We got a sneak peek for y'all. And uh, we got another live show. Fuego, you already know. Hey, you already know it. And once again, from the dungeon or wherever he is located, um, the AT alien himself, Mr. Downtown, Philip Brown. What's up, Philip? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're in the building. Happy to be back, man. Let's talk about Kobe Day, man. Give him his respect. And let's watch these Lakers go out here and get a win for him, man. For sure. Hey, just know, man. I don't think you should be celebrating this today too much because you're a hater, but that's what King Kappa does. You know what I'm saying? King Kappa I Cap. Can, I can have respect for him. I respect him. No, I feel it. But uh, man, Respect let's, the greatness. Hey, I feel it. Before we get to it, our special guest, if you don't know who Pocket Burrito is, make sure that you guys go and check out Touchdown and Tangents. It's the show that comes on right after us every Monday and uh, Thursday. He's going to tell you more about it, but it's our guy, Kenny, here on Courtside Radio. What's up, Kenny? What's good, y'all? Thanks for having me on Town Business. Town yeah. Business. Business. Hey, hey, shout out to my guy, GQ. Um, he signed to uh, Ninth Wonder, uh, Jamla. Uh, Town Business, he always rapping out any songs. He's, he's nice. Can't wait for the next project. All but right, man, hey, we gonna, we gonna, the Kobe talk can go all day, I promise you that. You start off with the Wheezy instrumental of Kobe Bryant and now Chief Keith. But we're going to say that for last. So we're going to keep our listeners. Make sure y'all stay around if y'all want to hear our takes, our favorite moments, and just telling you everything Kobe, man. But um, first, before we get into it, I want to uh, send out a prayer, man. Hope you guys listening. Uh, send out a prayer to our guy, Pete, another member of Touchdown with Tangents. Uh, you know, a uh, lot, lot of uh, family things going on, and uh, he just needs the prayer right now. So make sure y'all do that for us, please, as we do the same. But let's get to it. Uh, trouble in La La Land, and I ain't talking to Lakers. So uh, if you guys didn't know, the Clippers took a fat L, a big fat L, a step back L by the guy that is... Luka. Playing out of this world right now, and his name is Luca. Uh, for you guys who white didn't, lightning. who guys White Lightning, which is a great nickname for him. But for you guys who didn't know, it was, uh, what was it? One thirty three, one thirty one. Baby, bucket. win for the Dallas Mavericks. The guy Luca is truly, truly a problem. Uh, man, one thirty five, one thirty three. Excuse me. Uh, big time numbers. This guy had a fat, 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 fat triple double. With his 43 points, 13 assists, 17 rebounds. Uh. Trey Burke, shout out to that man. 25 points, baller. Um, 
Man, he's just in the right spot. And Steph Curry talking mess to to PG, who we're gonna have to talk about next. But um, <laughs> we'll let you start. We got our guest uh, Kenny from Touchdown Tangents here coming up next. Make sure y'all stay stay listening to the app live, man, so you can listen to Touchdown Tangents. He's a graduate, baby. Um, graduate from Northridge, but it's Long Beach State in the house, so we got a rep for that. But man, what's your what's your take on Luca and what he's doing so far to the Clippers? I just want to start off by saying. Fun fact, Monday nights is barely a tangent. That's the new show we got going. Yep. Run it, run it. Created and started by Touchdowns and Tangents, and tonight's episode is actually a question, a long question that uh, people in L.A. have been trying to figure out forever. Is Long Beach a part of L.A.? Is Long Beach a part of the South Bay? Is L.A. County? I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't people who it. are from Long Beach, exactly, people who are from Long Beach, Say nah We not from LA We from Long Beach But I'm biased I don't even count Inglewood Everybody said Inglewood's part of LA I said Inglewood's Inglewood Not me neither I count Compton Inglewood Long Beach Watts All these Like Hawthorne and Gardena I feel like they mesh They they, On the other side of Crenshaw If you're in a certain part of Gardena You can either If you go far enough right Or far enough left You can end up in Long Beach And Compton Depending on which way you go Yeah you right there You're going straight through Carson Exactly, but it's that's like but that's like South Central, yeah, to the max. That is that's, that's the as thing, South they Central are, yeah. as you can get. That's just South. I used to go Delamo, but bro, they, I used to hate that, bro. I used to stay in Hawthorne, and it was like depending on what side of Crenshaw like they, was like on, they changed the name South on, LA. And I was like Crenshaw and Rosecrans, depending on where you turned and went. I was like, you don't know what or what. That's why I'm like I'm getting fucking confused By all this shit hey, And man, I was like Let me just get back to the wood This is not touchdown tangents Or barely a Bottom tangent line. Talk about Luca, Please exactly. Baby Mr. White, Mr. White, Mr. White no, We don't went into the city that quick Yeah, yeah But I'm just saying It's funny Cause like As a yeah, Lakers business. fan Who's a huge Bay Area native And huge supporter Of my fellow East Oakland brethren Dame Lillard When I look at The Clippers And see how I'm just like What part of LA Do y'all represent Um The fake part Cause a, I've never won anything, and B, you proved this whole series that you clearly don't have any championship grit. Because if the Clippers were as good as they say they are, and they say they could beat the Lakers the way they could, they should have swept Dallas. Facts. Like, there's no why. There's no reason why these this team. Honestly, Luca's probably better than Steve Nash could ever be in his wildest dreams. Of course. And Porzingis is a discount Dirk. Which isn't actually that bad of a trade off, and he didn't even play it. last. No, night. true, yeah, he didn't play at he all. He did not play last. Exactly. Oh, he didn't play. So he you look at play. this. Damn, I didn't even know that. Clippers, <laughs> what happened? So you Damn. look at this matchup, Y'all and you go have two superstars yeah. beat you. It was just one, and Tim Hardaway Jr. and just, Seth Curry oh, with the fadeaway three, and then the video Max Kleber right here. Yeah, before the play, Max Kleber before the last play, he didn't see no, he didn't see not a. Thing drawn up on there, he was he flipping said, his. He was flipping a bottle and said, "I'm about to get a bucket." That was hey, the bro, most confidence the I've ever play? seen. Come on, that this was the most confidence I've ever seen. Coach over here, like, yeah, we go run this. He like, man, hey, first of top. all, I blame Kawhi. You don't switch off to no damn Reggie Jackson. You better fight through that screen. And you knew that was coming. You yeah. should have just stayed you know in what? Toronto, bro. But you know what's great? I know he missed. Go ahead, Phil. We hear you. You got it though. You next. What's your take on Luca? Oh, Luca's playing fantastic. Speaking to the mic, man. Speaking to the mic. Go ahead. Use them AirPods, big dog. I just wanted to interject that that, uh, Kawhi was getting burnt the whole game. So it wasn't like it was one um, defender that focused on him. Roasted. The whole flamethrower. I, I don't know. Nobody wanted no parts of that man, dude. I keep At telling all. y'all. You he know don't what? even got ankles. He over here getting massages during timeouts. That makes sense, but the last three minutes of the fourth quarter, he like a fifty-year-old, twenty-year-old. Kawhi took over. Kawhi, and he took over defensively. <laughs> nah, Dirk, Luca, uh, Luca. Luca, nah, yeah, Luca is. He a fat white kid out here busting your ass. <laughs> yeah, he should. Weak ass bum. First hey, of all, Luca's been a professional since he's been sixteen. There's, you there's, man. You understand? He's been. He's been. He's been. He's chubby. So was hey, Melo. Gave y'all forty-three. So was Melo a lot of his bums, first thirteen years. So what? That man so wore number. That man got he a can't even jump. number. He don't he even got no number. vertical. He out here getting <laughs> boards on y'all. That What's going got, on? That man got. He has the most deceptive game in all type of ways. He's not as y'all know who he is, right? He's Larry, Larry Bird, Bird mixed with uh, nah. James Harden. Larry Bird, with James Harden. Yeah. I could I like see. I could see. I could see offensively why you try to mesh him. 
Because I don't he see dribbles him. a lot. Larry Bird can play power he forward. He can play power forward. Yes, no, he can. Larry Bird, was, Larry Bird was 6'10", so that's the only difference. But he rebounds great. For this this era of basketball, I think he's Larry Bird because he, he rebounds, he passes well, you know and what? he can score. But he asked James Harden because he has the ball a lot. He dribble, 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 and his step back is crucial. He got a year So crucial. Yeah, like. I can pair, I can pair Reggie Jackson up. should yeah. be having his ankles checked Wait, right now. Say that again, uh, Philip. What you got? You got that Pistons He's not magic. Bro. Magic? He's not magic Johnson. Yeah, because both play the point guard position. Yeah, but he's not a guy. he's a natural scorer. Magic was purely I'm going to dime you up and score when I, I have agree. to. Luca is I'm I going agree. to score and because I can score you have to help and then I'm going to pass. And I'm very good at it. And I'm, I'm, very I'm good tired at of all. people I've argued with a cat on Twitter. This dude was hit me up for like three days straight. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, he is not magic. Go look at Magic's game. Oh, no, he's I'll not Magic. Magic. He is Larry Bird and James Harden. Not, like he's the perfect blend of those players because he's more of a Magic was a, a full court player. Luca is a half court player. Like he don't you know really want to push too much. He wants to play half court, break you down, and shoot tough threes. So you got it, Mike. What if you throw instead of try to have that comparison? What if you have the Larry Bird with a very non-athletic Le- LeBron James? You could say that. That's what I'm like. I see more of a like yeah, a less athletic LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah, he's like, LeBron without but, but like, LeBron's LeBron game is built. LeBron is built so much on athleticism with his game. But Luka that does that. That's what I'm saying. Without the athleticism, that's exactly he modeled LeBron's game after that. No, yeah, of course Literally, he did that in his step I think back. He, he said just took his, his favorite player but is LeBron, but, but you got it, Kenny. He's an automatic bucket though, and LeBron is forty three on your head. LeBron has never been a pure jump shooter ever. No, ever. Luka's just been a pure bucket. I, I would yeah, fairly compare Luca. Who'd you compare it to? I would say Luca is honestly the He's final formation. <laughs> Luca's the final formation of Dirk with Steve Nash's handle and playmaking ability. Yeah, if you, you don't really look at it, like Dirk, you said Steve don't matter. Nash and He's Dirk. gonna get it eventually. Though. I need to go watch. Y- I need to Dirk. go watch Young Dirk so I can see. Uh, like Dirk, you know what? Got a jumper. Dirk is an assassin offensively. But he what never had no handle. An assassin. But, yeah, you know but what? Steve Nash Steve got all Nash the handles and the playmaking yeah, ability. Hey, he's he's kind of right on that. Athletic, athleticism. He's the final You know, form. him and Dirk, they're not the most athletic cats out there. No, but yeah. they, you, there was something about them that you knew you couldn't stop. And that was every night. They was like, damn, we know Dirk going to fade away, but I can't block the motherfucker. And he got no, a weird ass pump number. Fake, and then he might, he might dunk what every, is he, like. 77? Yeah, he got a fucking he's, a Vladimir Radronovich who played for the seat. Yeah, uh, yeah. He got 7'7". Got a offensive lineman number. But yeah, so man, Luca is on a tear. It's crazy, but it's another guy we got to talk about. First of all, before we talk about him, I want to know where did the name Playoff P come from? Who came up? Like, was some, it a because like, I really can't remember? Was it a positive playoff thing or was I it like he had basketball? Like some, I think he had like a couple good games in like OKC when Melo was there or something. Was he had the one year when he was like MVP caliber in the playoffs uh-huh. with Indiana, with Indiana. and then yeah, it Indiana. left very soon. But it he left became very, playoff very quick. P? Like that's why I'm like I don't remember why they coined him that. Like, but it was like he had a great playoffs that. That's why I'm like I feel like he's self anointed unless he had one. Game where, like I said, like hey, Mike, like, that was a can you look series. that up? Which one? Look, look look up. Yeah, like, when did why is Paul Pierce, why is Paul uh, George called uh, playoff P? Pandemic P. Paul Pierce tried to tell the truth. We, yeah, you know? pandemic P. But that one year he went pandemic. seven games. Seven games. Um, it was, like it was against Miami. So, what's your yeah, take on Paul George so far? Uh, yesterday's game in the L, he had nine points, three assists, eight rebounds, three for 14, one for seven from three. He was the he was tied for no. He was tied for the fifth leading score because you were led by Lou Will. Then you had Kawhi with thirty-two, uh, fifteen Jackson. from Zubac, fourteen from Reggie Jackson. Then you have uh, Marcus Morris and Paul George with nine points. <laughs> what, what do you think is going on with Paul George? Steph Curry. First of all, Paul George had that <laughs> great quote where he said, "This series would be completely different if I was scoring the ball." I'm like, "Yeah, no doubt, man. Like if you were making shots, <laughs> if you put up thirty like you've been doing yeah, all year. The but most then, obvious shit. If I was making shots, I bet we'll do better. No, then, no shit. But then we got, but then I we got to remember how he was. Pandemic. But then we got to remember how he was in Indiana before the injury. Remember, he had that horrific injury, man. He was so That's good, true. he was so no, young yeah. and up and coming back. I agree. Then. 
I think that's when he got that name Playoff P. But ever since his injury, he hasn't been back 100%. Yes, his shooting is, is there. And yes, he has the injury got him in there? Get out of here! Phil, the, the injury got him in not there. there. You only making excuses for this bum. No, after the shoot, I feel after the shoot doing the injury... Like, but you can't say that because he was a top three MVP Bro, candidate he last is year. In the East, in the East, no, in the East. No, I'm talking about last year no, when he played. Okay, see, remember he was top three. The it was who was the, he did um, get that still when he was on the Thunder. Also. He was a top three MVP candidate for the whole year. People was like, man, if he had one more uh, good push, he would have been MVP. But but he gave himself the nickname also. That oh, is, he did. Yeah, both of those. He got it with OKC, but he gave it to himself. Wow, that's crazy. But uh, finish your take, Philip. Um, but yeah, in this series, man, he's definitely critical, man. Like, uh, Kawhi had to convince Doc Rivers to get Paul George, the guy who cheated on his daughter with a stripper, to come play for the team, man. And he's not producing, man. I can only wonder how frustrated, like, Doc Rivers is. Like, this guy. They, they don't do that. They don't cut this nigga. That girl is, is, that girl is his wife here. now, man. Her stripper days is long gone. Right. Yes, Seth. Seth. No, that no yeah. that that girl no, the girl is Paul George's wife now. Oh, okay. Like that, he has two kids with. I, I was lucky. He's in love with the stripper. Regardless, regardless. I was able to meet her. She's a nice woman. Like, I think she was nice. Like step brother, she's a nice lady. <laughs> but you got to finish up, Philip. I'm just saying, it's crazy that that he cheated on the, his coach's now daughter. You know, he's now coach's daughter or whatever. But yeah, he's definitely a pivotal part of this team, and he has to come back and play good in order for this team to have any type of success. So you saw what happened last night without Porzingis. They let one player, Luka, be the catalyst to lead them to a, a comeback victory. You know, yeah, they were yeah, up yeah. big and they just, they just missed that key point, those key moments from Paul George. So he's got to come back and play well for them to have any chance of this series. Man, what's your, what's your take on it, uh, Bruce? He's choking, dude. Like, <laughs> straight up. Like, you literally, like, yeah. it's all mental. Like before we like a couple weeks ago, check the tape, as I always say, he was looking scary. Like it was like if he's gonna play like this in the playoffs, everybody's in trouble. Yeah. He was putting up high twenties, extra rebounds and assists. Like I mean the three pointer was like what sixty plus percent or something like that? Something Water. crazy. Water. And then you out here three for fourteen, yeah. two for eleven, you ain't even cracking double digits barely. You getting cooked by Luca? You over here guarding Seth in the corner? All he doing is roasting. You like, yeah, man, I got her. She mine now. You'll never get her back. Yeah, you might have loved her. I know she loved you, but not no more. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. It. She, ain't, I bet she didn't do this for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. While he I give you buckets, they, they have footage of him saying, "You bitch ass." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like mm, mm, mm. you getting disrespect, like they just disrespecting you out there. Like he, his feelings is hurt. He's crying every night right now. Yeah, oh. he in his hotel room right now crying. He ain't even watching the game. And it's man, it's just he ain't fishing nothing. Yeah, it's like his whole mental is all messed up. But Mike, what's your take on uh, Paul George so far in the series? Pandemic P is letting me down because I see him trying. But his end result is abysmal right now. Like, I'm looking at it. It's like, okay, a lot of the handle that you got going, okay, cool. You're trying to make plays for yourself. But scoring-wise, it's not going down. None of these shots are falling. Your usuals ain't working for you. Everybody's on your ass right now. No, and he out there looking sorry, too. And, And it's like, defensively, you're not being a... Catalyst to help win anything You're not working On the stat sheet You're not showing me nothing Nothing man I'm He like, out here not looking pathetic you showing me that you're you On know, both ends of the floor He's hiding Bro nine points And it really looks bad Because Lou Will comes out And drops 36 You know what I'm saying Like you're a person Can that, you help us please Yeah can help. you just like bro Please You get 36 help. from Lou Will Please, please. And that's yeah, what I'm saying that video <laughs> It was You yeah, got 36 from, from Lou Will Off the bench And still come out of final Yeah lose, you know? Yeah And it's crazy Nine because points Paul George Maybe if Luca don't make that shot We don't You don't talk about Because they'd be up 3-1 You kind of like Man Paul George Got to pick it up But He's now He's a it's max player Max And signed they traded not one Thousands of dollars Not two Not three Not four But five, five. Draft picks 
And I believe all first rounders to get Paul George. And this is what you getting to where it's like, how can you rebound from And he going to get roasted so bad, he just going to leave again. Bro going to go play for the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, he going to take a step <laughs> back. And he got he to yeah. get it fixed, man. But um, Get it. He going to be back in Fresno. Playoff P. Retire the name. Right now you are Pandemic P until you fix it. Cool, man. Paul George is cool. Um, I, the few times I chopped it up with him, I didn't and, say he uh, wasn't UCLA, a nice okay, guy. See, oh, he cool, probably yeah. ain't one. I met his like, family. Cool. Family's great. Folks. Family's great. Great folks. Man, but what you doing, bro? But you about to get your what team you to doing, take this bro? L? Postseason come around, you start getting absent. And Kawhi, if look, hey, if y'all take this L, it's gonna be embarrassing. What you say, Mike? Kawhi, look at him like, bro. Like I'm trying. He's. I'm trying to help you out, bro. Kawhi, so you see his big hands? I'm about to slap the yeah. life out of your face. But no, he's like, because if you look at it on a free throw line. Line, and then it's like when he's take he's looking at Paul George trying to give him the confidence like okay look I'm a I'm a defer to you but go ahead yeah. let me see something damn and then after four straight misses you like bro like come even Kawhi be looking like Kawhi got to be more selfish because guys like Jordan Kobe they fourth quarter they see that guy and getting like you ain't touching the ball play great defense I'm about he to, just plays in the flow of the game I'm about he to doesn't be, take oh, yeah. he doesn't take over like that he just has. He can do great And he knew he need to because make his mark on the game. Trouble in La La Land is real because the Clippers are as, as even 2-2. Could easily be down 3-1 if it wasn't for the uh, ejection of Porzingis in game one. But um, before we move on to uh, Bruce's team of the week, uh, mm-hmm. we got to talk about uh, Brett, Brett Brown uh, fired from the Sixers. Thank God because they just Bum need time. people that's going to make those guys be accountable for being in shape Bum. and uh, working on their games fully to take that step. Uh, if it's up to me, I give those Philly the Philly guys one more year together, but that'd be it. But new coach, uh, they should look at guys like Ty Lue, mm-hmm. Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson <laughs> yes, uh, guys yes, like sir. that that's going to be a tough-edge coach that won't let them run, so he run them over. You know what I'm saying? So, Brett Brown fired. Uh, I knew it would happen. Now let's see what's next with Philly. But it's that time of the week. Um, the special time of the week is Monday. You know, we start off with that. Bruce's Team of the Week. Yes, sir. Bruce, you got it. You know what it is. So, in honor of Mamba Monday, Mamba Day, Kobe Day, we here. I just want to show our appreciation. So, I'm going to go on and kick it to our year, year two Kobe's second ring. Of the back, this is when we hit our back to back, which I thought was like one of his best seasons because he was still kind of like, I got this, like selfishly, like I'm still trying to like show who I am. I want y'all to understand. Yeah, y'all said Co- Shaq did it last year. I'm here this year, and then and Shaq was dominating, of course, in the second season as well. But when it got to the playoffs, Kobe averaged close to thirty, just like Shaq. The Shaq, Shaq was at thirty points. Kobe averaged twenty eight. Uh, they didn't really have many guys on that team than our usuals. You know, Rick Fox, Robert Ory. They still had Ron on the team at that time. You know, we had Slava, Medvedenko. But Isaiah Ryder, Brian Shaw, the usuals. Ty Lue was on the team, of course. But it was really a lot of just Kobe and Shaq, man. Like, kind of tough to really uh, talk about anybody else on that team because, like, Kobe was such a great player. About defense, yeah, he tried. I mean, he had eleven in the playoffs. No, look, that's defense what I was, was actually pretty good. That's he was, was like, like a third leading def- scorer. Defensively, it was funny. Nah, but defense was the third leading scorer on the team, actually. No, like, most definitely. Which is wild oh, to even say that. A, like, come on, not a lot. He didn't have a lot going on. No, but no. Nobody really. When you look at the team, there was like guys who stepped it up once the playoffs hit, but throughout the season, like Kobe he was our and Shaq linebacker had to carry these teams, bro. Like completely, it was like well, who, you got forty tonight. Well, I'm gonna have to get you thirty. Exactly. You got twenty five, or right, I'm gonna get to get forty five. Like we had a lot of big games that year, but just paying respects to that second championship. Uh, two thousand two thousand one Lakers. Yes, sir. Amazing team. Um. If it wasn't for that damn AI playing that special game, they would be the only team sweep ever season. to to sweep through the entire playoffs and finals. One of the top teams, I think, ever. Like if you, yeah. when I think about top five, if you that pick one year, season bro. teams that year, because Kobe was first team All NBA All Defense, which yes. is crazy. Uh, you had two guys scoring twenty, like twenty seven, twenty eight a game yeah. at a time where teams GP helped him with that. You know that, right? GP He hollered at GP That season Oh he did right? and That's when he got the move And he was like That's when He said he's, Then he said He said right after I hollered Chopped it up with him 
He was first team. He said he was all deep, yeah. all defense with me that season. He said, "Hold on." He said, "He said how they gonna call it?" He said, yeah. "You went up for you saw that? Okay, yeah. cool." I was like, "Oh yeah, secrets of the game and pass down to greatness." I hey, it. if y'all man, it's a special special season, man. Um, those guys balled out, and it was just incredible that run they had in the playoffs, especially Kobe. Because that Kobe was like, during the Western Conference Finals, he was the best player in the Lakers. Yeah. You know? And once Shaq, they got to the Finals, Shaq had a total mismatch against Older Matumbo, Mac Geiger, Todd McCullough, to where you had to play through Shaq. It would have exactly. been dumb not to. But when they when Shaq had to deal with Portland's bigs, uh, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, uh, he had to deal with, you know, Chris Webber and Vladi early. Yes, sir. Kobe was the guy. I mean, at one point, I think he was averaging like, 40s 8-8 and eight in that, that Spurs in that, series. In that series, yeah, he was. And people, don't, people forget the Spurs were the number one seed that year in the West. Lakers were number two and Kobe just took over. So, shout out to the uh, 2000, 2001 Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Kobe dominated. And that's this week's Bruce's Team of the Week. Um, of course, our radio, man, with the starting five. We are in the building. No harms today. Taking care of business. But we got our guy, Taco Burrito, Kenny, in the building from Touchdown Tangents. Kenny, say what's up to the courtside radio fans. What's good? Blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. Once again, prayers out to our guy Pete and his family, man. Uh, dealing with a lot. Make sure you guys send them prayers up. But, man, let's get to it. Uh, culture news. I just want to give a shout-out today. Um, I was able to attend an event. Uh, it was the East side Raiders bike club and the LA Rams uh, and they had like a um, they, they pretty much gave out food so we went there early we prepared uh, breakfast it was like pancakes and sausage put it all in the container and was just passing out to, uh, to the community at the uh, Watt Civic Center and people was driving through I, I've never seen it before I was like oh, this is dope and they actually do it uh, Monday through Friday where they people just pull up in their cars or some walk up and they just give them meals they do breakfast and lunch and you know you had the Rams they were out there uh, some like figures yeah. from uh, I was I had to take a picture with uh, the mascot because he looked dope but I was mad I whispered to him like, you know it's Chiefs bro and he kind of like looked at me crazy you, probably. but like, he couldn't because he know that we got Pat so you mess with me Pat gonna give you a bullet and you don't want that bullet that bullet gonna be a touchdown right but uh, yeah it was a really dope event uh, great community event if you like doing things like that, uh, man, go uh, to the uh, Watt Civic Center. It's off 103rd in um, Compton. And, uh, man, go and show love. And I'm, they're looking for helping hands. And they would love that. And they're right by a mural, uh, too. It's going to be a future guest. I'm going to get on the show. His name is PQ Brown. He drew a beautiful mural of Kobe. Uh, and you have Gigi in there. That's just amazing. That if you can go and check it out, do so. But I just have to give uh, love to my guy, John uh, John Jones the third. He runs the uh, Eastside uh Riders Bike Club and they, man, really, really dope event. Uh, but uh, next thing, coaching news, Meg said who did it. She gave us Tory. She told us Tory. We knew, so, but yeah, we, we knew. all knew. But I, you got a lot. You had a lot of people bash. A lot of males really out there bashing her, saying she was a snitch Shut and up. this and that, which is stupid. But thing that got That's me, not. no, the thing that really got she me, shot me, that had me. <laughs> Fuck him. Hey, I got into a few Twitter Twitter beefs, you could say, with some ladies because. A lot of black women, to me, were going on social media saying black men, black men, making it a black men versus black women issue, where I'm like, it's clearly not that. This is a Tory versus Meg the Stallion issue. Yeah, I know black men do a lot of dirt to black women, to women, but that happens in every way. White men do bad black things to white women. He's a midget. What'd you say? Three. Can we be honest? Black men don't cheat. What you talking about? Exactly. I'm saying it again. But, but can we be honest you for a second? It. You got it. A lot of them chicks who love to shit on black men first, your daddy part wasn't in your life, and you just too afraid to admit that, that your part. mama wasn't shit. Oh. <laughs> your mama ain't yeah. shit, bitch. And mama. you grew up to be ain't shit either. <laughs> and because your father wasn't there to correct it or. She probably pushed your father away. Now every dude you mess with is trash. But nobody yeah. told you a to mess with every dude. Trash as men. Two. Yeah, pick a better man. Yeah, like, it's maybe it's something about you that's attracting trash ass dudes. And also, Facts. any man other five five is prone to probably smack a woman. 
because Napoleon complex is real. <laughs> and also, he ain't even like a foundational black American. He a black dude from Canada who claims a Caribbean. He not even really like with us with us like that. He Canadian. Hey. Like, don't lump us black men in with dudes from other countries Arabian. who got a history of beating up women. So, like, so he got a history of being history, a lame yeah. ass dude. Hey, so Philip, what, what, what's your take on this whole May coming out? Like, did that touch you anyway? And then what you feel about? Um, it being made a black men versus black women issue. I think uh, people kind of hitting to it from the beginning, honestly. So I kind of thought that there, like that he did it anyways. But yeah, she came out said her piece, man. He shot her first off. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, are you mad against her that he shot her? Like whatever, whatever the situation was, like. I think you shot him, bro. Yeah, but, yeah that is I don't wild. know how they jumped to that conclusion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure exactly what the Twitter beef is. I'm not on Twitter, but I don't see the connection between this insulated incident and uh, incident and the overall black men versus black women uh, kind of uh, argument here. So I'm not sure exactly where that's going or where if that's even founded in any truth or anything. So. Yeah, so what's what's your take on it, uh, Bruce? She better come out and tell, like, she is a victim, bro, like, in in real life. And a man shot her in her feet over probably some jealousy or whatever it may have been. But if he was on drugs, whatever, uncalled for, should have never happened. You should have been very thankful that she didn't put you out there at first. And then you got your team being snakes trying to go around and badmouth her and, like, change the narrative of the situation. Bro, you shot her in the foot. Move on with your life. Like, the fact that you was even out here on less charges and stuff rather than, like, attempted murder or whatever they want to call it, manslaughter, whatever charges could have just got him hella years. Like, you walking around free right now. You're probably in your own country. Like, nah. Nah. Like, nah. Like... Meg, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Because giving other girls courage to people, come out that don't want to speak up on yeah. things like this. Because for it one, like happen. Meg's definitely going to get the support from everybody, and like we could sit here and say some black man say, "Oh, you trying to tear down a black man?" Like he's a bum. We do not claim people like that. Yeah, you don't want nothing to do with that. Tory Lanez, you know, I got to say to your career, nah, 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 nah. Hey, good. You was, was on your way up, yeah, his, dog, his and you ruined your whole career, bro. He like the true. entire bag. Now everybody gonna look at you like a clown, so, bro. You gone run up with six nine somewhere. So Mike, Mike, what's your do, take on it? without his hat on. When he got on the chair, jump shot. No, yeah, when he got off the chair and he didn't get taller, <laughs> yeah, that's how hilarious. He hopped up in, in and, agony. And I'm short, but I, I I just started not to like him once I saw that. Like, damn, bro, you making short guys look even shorter. Got but, uh, sagging. I'm supposed to work the jump shot or, or his hat. Both, but his jump shot is terrible because I hoop and that nah. I wouldn't. If somebody was in the gym shooting with that, I'm like, bro, you gotta go. Like, yeah, we can't have you in there. Kids don't think that's cool. You if you shoot like that, fact. So, Mike, what's your take on it? I respect and appreciate Meg's honesty on this, and I feel like any man who has to even do shit like that, which I feel like she wasn't trying to give him none. Like, just to be true, I feel like he was on some shit and he was trying to get that. And he was like, we all been chilling in the hot tub, in the pool and all this. And and y'all ain't, you ain't feeling me? Nah, little man. You don't homie. Not at all. Exactly. You 5'3", having Napoleon complex, like Big Dog said. And it's like, it's one of those things. It's like. I'd rather hit your security guard. And it's not he even probably was mad That's And me. probably took a security guard gun You stupid The, the only thing I, I want Meg to say She didn't say why they were arguing She just got into it saying We are arguing Even though she I don't She said really it was care. for no reason Yeah even though I don't really care But for the people out there They're like We want to know You know more You know what I'm saying Like why, why are you arguing What makes she you tried, get... She's still stalling him out No I know She's still she stalling him out Cause, cause he's only gonna look like More of a clown When she come out And say exactly Scumbag, what it was But the fact ass, that he did that Is man I said it Square You a bum bro You a bum You know who he is I, I figure out who he is Plankton He's Plankton <laughs> Small Mad at everything Mad Just trying to end the world right in now In the world And that's who he is But man That's the culture news This week man um, Meg Get better And stay away from clowns Like that And please Ladies And um, It wasn't really the guys But if ladies I don't get more Meg twerk videos Cause her foot hurt 
I'm finding Tory Lanez, and that's the <laughs> damn, truth. Damn. Hey, and all I gotta say is this is not a black men versus black women issue. It is black Tory Lanez issue. So no, Tory Lanez issue because he, you know what? He's he a keep mark. it as that. Smoke comes yeah. a mark. We're just gonna call it that on. Keep it at Tory Lanez. Corsair Radio and Touchdown Tangents is saying pull up. That's all we saying, and we're gonna leave it at that. But it's that it's that time once again. Uh, Corsair Radio starting five. We got our guy Kenny here from Touchdown with Tangents and barely a tangent. Coming up next So make sure y'all Stay locked in To the app The Good News Radio app um, But it's that time uh, Mike and Philip, Y'all ready It's that two Four Pick and roll Mike Phillip y'all, y'all got it man Take over What's good What's good You already know what it is It's Big Mike Out of Pappy in the building Got my homie Downtown Phillip Brown We got the two Four Pick and roll Coming your way We got a few Fuego picks You know what it is It's playoff time And we got a few players if need be Phil, holla at him one time for us, big dog What's up, you already know Two, four, pick and roll We're going to throw out a few games and a few players And see what, what you're rocking with It's on me, it's really great Go ahead, big dog, it is, actually Hey, I came prepared, big dog, so I got you, alright So as we know The Houston Rockets and Oklahoma City uh, uh, Series is tied 2-2 In that True. series who In this playoffs series, who do you have more confidence in as of right now? Chris Paul or James Harden? Ooh. For right now, just because I have to honestly look at it, James Harden has been showing me everything he needs to. He had an off game. I will give him that. But it's like he can show that he can take over for his team when need be because especially a bucket is nothing to him. They changed the game so he could travel. So, I mean, go ahead and get it how you live. But Chris Paul has been trying to will his team because he feels like this might be one of the last few times he will make it to the playoffs coming up. Like, he knows his time is kind of running kind of slim right now, but I believe in James Harden over CP3 in this playoffs, in, these play, in this playoff series especially. So, I got I went the other way. I went with CP3 because CP3 knows what he is and he knows what to do, you know? Um, in this series, James Harden is so dependent on the three-pointer, as we saw tonight. The three-pointer's not, you know, it's up and down. You know, live by the three, uh, uh, die, die by, by the, the three, three type man. of attitude. So, I'm not sure that, that James Harden can be consistent enough to be counted upon for a whole series. This is what we're talking about without Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Can Harden be consistent enough to carry his team to a series victory? And in my opinion, I said, I said, no, I just don't have that faith in him, and I have more faith in CP3. But you don't feel like Russ can come back at some point. But what, well, that's not what we're comparing right now. I know, yeah, but I'm Russ saying like back, you have to understand for the series, it's like that. That depends on Russ, but individual players. I feel like yeah. James Harden has to do more, and he will do more throughout the series, but Chris Paul is actually helping his players on the way out. Like, he's taking yeah, shade to the side yeah. and over here trying to give him, yeah. like, he's like, like, hold on, let me show you something, and then let me pull, let me go ahead and get the uh, young other Canadian cat outside of Tory's Mark Self uh, for the day. But uh, <laughs> he's showing that he can pass on the game as an OG should, but James Harden is, is his time, and it's like, you have to take it from him. I honestly feel like that. He's not giving okay. this one up with or without Russ. He's not trying to give up shit. So to to segue into my next question, who do you have coming out of that series? You're talking about team on team right now. Mm-hmm. Me on my bracket, I have Houston to win in seven. Inside two two right now. So the next team that wins two games will be the winner of this series. So you, you rolling with your boy or what you doing? With Houston on the series? Yeah, I got Houston to seven. Mm. Mm. You know what? Mm. I have Houston in six. Houston in six. You think they're gonna win back to back games to close it out? Russ coming back. I feel like it's gonna be because the Rockets have shown they can win as a team with even James Harden having off nights. So even if he gets it, gets it together and then Russ does come back, not even counting on him coming back, the team is going to be better at this stage in the game. Like, OKC is showing us they, they, they're they not ready for this opportunity. They're building up to it. CP3 has always been ready, but this is like one of those times it's like, okay, so another team that you are on 
that had the potential, but yeah, Shea looks really good out there. He just looks comfortable, man. He's real Schroeder, aggressive. He's, he's Schroeder's already, like he's he's trying to help Schroeder. Like Schroeder's like a a starter that just happens to come off the bench, and they just he's filling it up right now. Yeah, he's yeah. starting point guard. He's a starting point guard. He's a starting point guard on so many teams. Sure. On so many teams, sure. and that's why yep. I was like, I love that he's mentoring these young cats who have been productive and trying to still learn from you. Why be like, okay, look, I'm trying to take it up on a defensive end. What should I do? Offensively, I'm trying to use my IQ and let's get better. So, uh, CP3, what you got for me? What you got for me? You already know. I think, I think with, with Russ, if he comes back and when he comes back, that's going to push Houston over the top. But like I said, I still don't have faith in Hello. James Harden individually. So, all right, my next question is, mm-hmm. who is more pivotal to this series and to their team? Kristaps Porzingis for Dallas Mavericks or <laughs> uh-huh. Paul Paul George for the LA Clippers? These are both the second 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 guys on their team. Who is more important for their team to win? Ooh. Oh man, man, man. Since Dallas showed that they can actually take a game without see, you know, KP I feel like yeah, I think I think I think that was that one game today that they eked out. I think Porzingis is going to be they, pivotal. They did take that. They did took it. Uh, took it. They took that in OT. But you got to understand that the Clippers. This is like this. This the thing about that game. So many people want to blame the Clippers for losing a twenty-one point lead, but it's like you really have to look at the Dallas Mavericks losing a twelve-point lead in the fourth. So it's like what right. you. It's like the. It's like what you it have to pick your prize. It wasn't twenty one, but it's we have you have a deciding. They didn't lose. Lead. They did not, but they had to take it to OT in the last few minutes. Because guess what? Kawhi took over defensively. They weren't on favored. Luka. They were not. Not at all. Let's go, Mavs. The Clippers aren't favored in shit, especially in LA. No, they're you know favorite. This. You're supposed to. Everybody win look at LA and look realistically. You at you can be They're the long. They have a. <laughs> their death is longer. They're a better yeah, team. Yeah, my ass. Deep. Reggie out here getting cooked. But let's be honest. Dallas, Dallas has a chance, but I feel like the like it, it's it's mm. it's all on PG man. PG no, is so, PG is the biggest so factor. KP's not KP is a factor, but they need PG like off rip. This is this is my thought. Yeah, I think the Dallas Mavericks need Kristaps uh, more than uh, the uh, the Clippers need uh, uh, PG because I agree. I, Mavs, I totally agree. The Mavs, the Mavs don't really have much outside of KP as a second score. Yes, they all bond together as a team. To get that win yesterday, I'm super proud of them. Luca led them, all that good stuff. Hardaway but playing like his daddy with that uh, reverse. It, it, no glass. It's going to be so much more valuable for them, you know, over the next several games span. Then that team can come together. I just don't have, I just don't have that much faith in all those role players. As far as the Clippers, you know, the Clippers got way more. You know, the Clippers got way more um, pieces around them. They're so deep in everything, like people are saying. Uh, that that they can roof, actually roof. Hey, shut that dog up, Philip. Shut that dog shut up. Shut that baby up. Shut the baby up, man. I'm joking. Finish your take. You got it. It was it's a great take. <laughs> I just think that like with all the pieces that the Clippers have, man, they're, they're just gonna be they they can do a better job. Got you. I feel you, big dog. But uh, hmm. You know what? PG. I've, I'm going <laughs> with PG though. I'm going with PG on this one. I'm mad at that. Not mad at that, big dog. So to kind of close it out, who do you have winning the series, though? You have L.A. Clippers or Dallas Mavericks? I have L.A. winning the series. I got L.A. too, man. I was disrespectfully trying to give it to him in five. (laughs) But I realistically, before, like, before the time was up, I had Clippers in six. Yeah, I got Clippers in six, too, on my bracket as well. So... Michael's actually beating me in this uh, in in the bracket that we're doing. Of course, I forgot to say but I would have won. Of course, but what did you think? It's still early. It's still early. So congrats to Michael on the early. Before lead. the first round is up, Bruce. Let's write ours. We have to write it out. Write it out before the first before the first uh, series. Like the well, no, round? you know before the second round starts, we'll we have to have our picks in. All right. Man, y'all lag. Y'all should have been a part of this great, great. We'll be out here trapping, nigga. We gotta get uh, this money. No, nah, I was just having, I was having lost <laughs> issues at the time. <laughs> but no, nah, yeah, uh, of course, 
Uh, I'm not in first place, but I will be by the end of it. That's just what I do. You know Central, what I'm saying? Um, Get out of here. Out of here. Don't be a hater, man. But yeah, that's just what I do, uh, man. So that's this week's 2 4 pick and roll, man. Shooting yeah, guard and yeah, power forward, yeah. doing their thing. Mike yes, and, and uh, Philip, man. Thank you guys for always putting in that work, uh, always having some great takes, man. Remember, y'all can always hit us up in the chat room to tell us what y'all think. Do y'all agree? With the row, or should they just pop out and say, "Hey, it's on you to get this bucket"? So make sure y'all let us know uh, next week for sure. Uh, but man, the show must go on. As you guys do know, uh, today is eight twenty four. Uh, Mama Day, baby. The Mama Day. We need some hand claps for Mama uh. Day. And it is Mama Day. Yeah. It is something major, major that we celebrate, especially in LA, and it means so much more. This year with his uh, Kobe's untimely passing His birthday is actually the 23rd But because he was number 8 He's a Virgo And he had a Hall of Fame career And because he was number 24 And he had a Hall of Fame career He could have been a Hall of Famer As two different players Which is crazy But we celebrate uh, t- uh, today His day Where we just show him much uh, Much much love So make sure y'all check out The Courtside Radio Instagram page Where you're gonna see a lot of Kobe love on that oh, I'm thing I'm not done I'm not yeah. done I still, I still got time to flood still got, Your timeline yeah. you Still me? got more time So it's gonna be flooded So hey Don't don't hit us up talking about Hey man y'all posting too much Kobe stuff it's We supposed to much. baby It's you know mama day is. And we gotta show love So um Man let's just Man let's talk about our favorite uh, Our favorite moments The most memorable uh, Kobe Bryant things And uh, since we got Kenny in here As our guest From Touchdown with Tangents uh, Coming up next uh, Barely a tangent Make sure y'all tune in To that thing But man well, What's your favorite Kobe moments Whether it's on the court Or off the court It's kind of twofold for me Because I remember That first championship 2001 Because I came from East Oakland out, out here in like August of 99 But my mom was always Like a Lakers fan and I didn't really start watching basketball until, like, before that rise kind of happened. And it was definitely finding out my mom was working at a, a clinic mm-hmm. where Kobe and Shaq would go all the time. And she was like, young Kobe was such an asshole. But he was, like, nice. Like, he would be a dick to you one day, but then be like, I'm sorry. Bring flowers. <laughs> Sound like him. <laughs> like he's, he's My just, bad. I know I was tripping. He lives in the moment. He's yeah. Like Shaq was like. We lost yesterday. I was hot. Shaq was like flirting with all the nurses, giving out chocolates and candy nights from the beginning. But Kobe Sounds about right. But like, do you know what you're doing? Do you know how to wrap an ankle? And he was just like always intense. But it was just like, it was funny. Like, like sit your young ass down. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So like with that and seeing him get that last title. The fifth, one, the fifth title? That, 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 that last title meant a lot. Felt amazing. Because the Boston era, we can all agree, was bullshit. Like, <laughs> Boston did all that talk and only got one title out of it. No, but you can't. we can't deny that that was a really good Boston team. Like, if it wasn't for the injury to KG that second year, they probably would have been back. They probably yeah, made they, three they straight needed, finals. They needed to get together two years earlier. Yeah. That's I agree. They needed to get together two but years for, earlier. Just but two. for what they were, they kind of hyped themselves they up. Yeah. Facts. They were the heat. Like, first off, they, they weren't the Heatles. Like nah, the Heat were like the Heat were like a true like heel basketball team that you kind of had to root against or you were cool with. But like the Lakers winning, you're like, yeah, Kobe earned that for everything he went through. That, no. that, that, that last title, he he earned it. Like he took when it. we were happy just watching him hitting that buzzer beater against Phoenix in the first round. Mm. And we were like, damn, our expectations have gone this low. He was sitting there mad, like, yeah, I just won this game. But holy shit, I still hate Dan Tony. Like, no, yeah, he won the game. He cost that man years off his career, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So I'm really interested uh, to hear Phillips say because listeners, uh, you all should know from listening to our great show that Philip is. is a very huge LeBron fan. Um, and I, I'm just curious about his favorite Kobe moment or moments. And let's hear it, Philip. I, I need to hear this. Let's, you got it. Let's see, nigga. Right, y'all put me on the spot. Y'all want to come back to me? Nah. Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. <laughs> There's so many. I know it's flooding, it's flooding your mind. Go ahead. Oh, man. The, probably the, the best memory I have of him is the impact that he had, like, just like in women's sports in general, man, how much he like loved his daughter, how much he loved the game of 
you know, women's basketball and how much she put into that. And I think his impact there uh, led a lot of people to respect and understand women's basketball a lot more. So I just wanted to give a little different take to everybody else. There, like you said, there's so many good Kobe memories, man, um, that it's hard to even, you know, pick one or two or just, you know, a couple of them, man. He's such a great player. He's, he's an all-around great player, man. So, yeah, I just want to give him some props to what he did outside of court and, like, where his head was at after his career because you know a lot of people kind of fade to the to the background you know after their career and whatnot but he was still out there being vocal and out to the team giving back to women's basketball and to his daughter's team and everything so i definitely want to salute him for his endeavors in his second career man so i think that's you know just as important just as valuable as what he did on the court no hey and that's that's major facts man and for uh for me before i pass this thing to uh mike and uh bruce um of course, you know, it's everything that he did, like, you know, the winning his fifth one, um, the first winning the first one without Shaq, uh, winning the MVP award, 81 points, 60 points and uh, three quarters, a lot of big moments. But for me, what I always looked at with Kobe was so many players, people were talking about they're the next Jordan or they want they wanted to be the next Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like Harold Miner, Grant Hill, these different guys like. People don't realize how tough it is to do what Kobe did. Like, he went into basketball and said, I want to be, like, the greatest player to ever play. And he did it. Yeah. You know, in like, this game yeah, it gave us our own, yeah. our own player of that caliber during his in, in a time, to me, where there were better players and athletes, he went and said, I want to be him. Which yeah. was like, what? You want to be Jordan? You're not about to be Jordan. And he went and became Michael Jordan one five rings from two like if you look With at better footwork the summer of 2000 <laughs> you know Crazy. if you look at uh to, like from 2000 2010 somebody winning five rings and playing in seven of those finals like you're not i'm i'm, I'm trying to think when the next time we're going to see that a guy win five rings playing seven of the finals in that pretty much that era like i don't know when we're going to see that again but i just i always i'm always going to remember him telling us i'm going to be the next jordan and actually did it you know how great lebron is imagine if a player comes and say i'm going to be the the next lebron and really do it it's like i think people kind of underrate that because all he is is jordan all over again if you want to beat somebody why not try to be the goat and the fact he did it was it was incredible to me so it's always something i'm going to remember you know as well as the off the court things that he did and you know, you know everything that he was able to overcome in his life, man. Uh, much love to Kobe. But Mike, what's your um, what would be like a favorite moment or moments on or off the court for you for Kobe Bryant? Man, honestly, it's kind of easy. Like, there's a very there's a vast plethora of moments you could have, but for me, I'm definitely going with him coming back with the, with the redeem team. For yeah. one option for actually oh, man. pulling it he, back he for us. that summer too. Like man. that's why I'm like he took over a leadership role with the cream of the crop talent and some of the people that you saw that was taking over the game right now and they were gonna be the face of the game for a long time and they looking up to Kobe like, bruh, let show us what to do. That's all we know is you. And like his sixty point good goodbye. It was one of those moments, like, before yeah. the Mamba out, it was like, it hit you. It was like, bro, he took the challenge. When Shaq said drop 50, I'm dropping 60. You already know how I'm doing. That ain't enough. That ain't enough, Yeah, dog. you said, hey, we trying to win. We'll one up that. I got to know what I got to do. And then also is hitting the free throws and walking off on a torn Achilles. Crazy. Like, do you understand that? That showed me, he said, the Mamba mentality is like, no matter, he said, it's not the pain. He said, if, you, if the pain pretty much puts you out, or makes you second-guess your own talent or your own determination, you might as well sit this one out. The pain is trying to show you that if you play or you play through it or you work through it, that you can get better. And that's what they're scared of. So when you hurt, you got to play through it. Yep. No, when, yeah. you injure, when you injure, we understand. But if you hurt, stop being stop right. a little bitch about it. Put some vapor rub on that. Injury, you ain't playing through that. Yeah, they, you, you know, it, you don't need about Kobe it. Is, no, just if, it if it's injured. too hot in the gym, you don't. And you play, you hoop it out. Yeah. You, pass, you heard that, Philip? Kobe's mindset changed <laughs> the game. And he hey, is Bruce, a Bruce, uh, let us know, man. You, I'm gonna give you two on-court moments, just because, like, they like just they they meant so much, and I'm watching them live, especially. And these are from number eight, Kobe. One I have on my phone, and I'll show it to Michael. 
but it's a dunk over Steve Nash. Ooh, that, and, that and they meant lost, a lot. And I, and I always say they lost that series, but honestly, like it was like one of the greatest moments ever. Yes. He almost jumped over. Cause like yes, and that was when we went up three one and gave up the lead. Blah 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 blah. Who cares? And then the other one is the buzzer beater over Phoenix from the elbow off the tip at yeah. the half. In the all-white? Uh, same series. In the all-white jersey. In the Sunday Jones. I just Jones. told a story about getting that all-white jersey, too. In the too, Sunday man. Jones. Man, so those are two of my moments because it was just like when I was like, oh, my God. And then it was just like, the, yes. Yeah. Yes. And that Steve Nash dunk was so big because Kobe should have been MVP that year. Yeah. And they gave it to Nash. And he had to show him what it was. Oh. They did that. And he kind of was just like, yeah, we came. Because, you know, at that time, Phoenix was like playing old school Utah, you know, at Utah. You weren't, you were, you don't win there, you know. And they were able to get that win as the, what were they, the eighth seed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seventh or eighth seed. And they were able to get that win. And then he hit that big shot to go up 3-1. It was just like, damn. When your second best player is Lamar Odom and your third best is probably Kwame Brown, very, very, very impressive. Tragic, but uh, yeah, you need to bring that name up today. No, I know. I just had to because hey, you know, Kobe we, laughing we, right we, now. We can't leave Mamba Day out without <laughs> him outscoring the whole Dallas Mavericks. No, yeah, I quarters. said that. Yeah, the three quarters of sixty points, and then we can't forget about the last game of his career where he scored oh, yeah. sixty. Exactly. You know what I'm, I'm saying? You. That's what I said. I was like, yeah, Shaq tried to bet him. You ain't gonna score fifty. Yeah, I'm and even Kobe was like, nah, I mean, but I know Kobe left that and said Shaq said fifty. I'm gonna I'm up that. I got let you. him know that I'm that guy, but. Yeah, man, Kobe left so many memories, did so many major things, uh, you know, for the city. Man, I, I'm so happy that they're supposed to name the uh, the street yes. Fig over there yes. uh, by by the uh, the Staples Center, yeah. the Kobe Bryant Boulevard, Lakers which is 29, which is big. Yeah, uh, shout out to Lakers. Mama, they would have been cool too. Yeah, shout out to the Lakers with the jerseys, the Mama jerseys, and then they're playing like Mama because they're up 29 points at half. I'm pissed. Not really, because I'm a Laker fan. But it looked like Danny about to win that bet because <laughs> Lakers <laughs> about to get them in five, man. Hines, and it's, owes, I told owes y'all. Me money right now. Yeah, we'll I, holler at them later. I don't know. What's that bet? What's that bet? I don't no. even know what we bet. I just know that he gave me an unfair bet. Michael got to buy a wing stop at this point. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael. You got you got work. <laughs> so pound of lemon pepper. Nah, he gave me an unfair bet that if it if we it need go, lemon pepper barbecue, if it goes point, seven, that's all we. If it goes seven, I, I I lose, which or you know six, he said it was going to go seven. more than five, but we series not over. But I still have the Lakers winning no matter what because when you have two guys who are oh, the Jamba Juice, two of the best players, Jamba Juice. That's, that's what Danny uh, he said. He just hit, he just hit you up. It's Jamba Juice. He listening. Okay, yeah, Jamba Juice. We hear right. you. We we're, see you. We we we'll do the Jamba Juice, but. Hey man, bro, um, that black jersey is so raw, man. Man, for real, so I, I gotta hard, get, bro. I gotta get me a jersey, bro. I gotta get me the twenty four uh, black. That, that's so far. I got my. Uh, you guys can't see us, but we we repping our Kobe gear up in here. Um, but yeah, Kobe Bryant, man. Uh, rest only in peace. Live once. Yeah, players only live once, and uh, he was one of the greatest ones. <laughs> <laughs> Mike this is crazy, man. Hey, but R.I.P. Sunny, I love you, cause uh, you know what it is. All fams, all day. Man, facts. So, hey, make sure y'all out there taking care of y'all, y'all mentors, taking care of y'all chicken, and, uh, you know, being safe out there. Once again, prayers up for our guy Pete of uh, Touchdown with Tangents. Uh, we hope everything turns out okay. Uh, make sure that you guys stay locked in. I know it's a long one, but stay locked in because Barely a Tangent is up next. Just 30 minutes. Am I right, Kenny? Tell them about it. 8 p.m., Barely a Tangent. Got on um, two interviews, talked to former El Camino College and former Long Beach Poly standout running back, Raymond Graham. Mm. He actually was doing a bunch of uh, work a couple months ago, um, started a foundation that was giving out food to people, you know, during this COVID times. Perfect. And, man, he had a tremendous story. Like, he, he talked about how it was him and seven other guys in an apartment because... We were talking about how JUCO players, you know, in California, they don't get scholarships. They don't get dorms. They got to pay their own way. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about that. And also just talking about, you know, why Long Beach is Long Beach and not Long Beach, you know, as a part of L.A. It's its own entity. So I think it'll be interesting. And shout out to Mike from the 562 he was on So it should be Really interesting I hope y'all enjoy 8pm Barely a tangent Yes sir And salute to my brother Pete Praying for him and his family 
Hope they find his little sister. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, hey, man. Hey, we thank you guys so much for tuning in to us, especially those who tune in live. Uh, to listen, if you like listening to greatness, Courtside Radio, and the good news sports is where it is. Yes, sir. So make sure y'all tap into all of these shows, man. A shout out to my guys at Profanity Nation, uh, killing it every Sunday at eight thirty to nine thirty. But man, it's, it's, that's another one, another one in the books. Uh, Meg the Stallion, we with you. Uh, Bumby is family. He married to my cousin when he came out and said we we with we with Meg. So guess Everybody what? We supposed to be entertainers because he is married to every Everybody superstar. Hey, my, my family. He popping. has, that's he has that's What you gonna do Shit um, Rihanna What's the deal <laughs> Let's go Rihanna Rihanna, what's the Rihanna, deal? Rihanna birthday The day after mine That's nah. what he said I need Rihanna What's, what's the deal I actually like short dudes That aren't weird We got you oh, one Oh my kill you facts. in there Rihanna gonna drop that big, album This year it's Big facts Kylie pull up I might cut Kylie uh, Pull up for they real, I'm trying to get that bag. Hey, one, yeah, last baby. Thing, one last thing, though, Jay Z uh, is trash for what he did to Nas. What? Dropping on the same day. So. Man, Nas, 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 we clearly know that With um, <laughs> the LA video yo, yo. Shout out to all the homies In the video No facts He's just petty But hey Run it Courtside Radio man With the Star 5 Me Mike Kell The PG The one and only We got my guy Bruce On the ones and twos The shooting guard Mike We got the stretch four Phillip All the way from the yes, dungeon sir. And then we got our guy Himes Who's away today But we always lit Remember Thursday 6.30 Get ready for the Celtic dump And figure out Who I'm hating on This week Is gonna be real Everybody in the group. The Knicks Courtside man I don't, no need to hate for trash But um <laughs> Course I Radio With the Star 5 Shout out to our guy Kenny Make sure y'all stay tapped in Peace Ether was better We out I just want to talk about How trash The Eastern Conference is Jesus <laughs> Bro they really, they really got three sweeps in the first round. <laughs> <laughs>